This is the Tuesday, October 26th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action with the World Series starting tonight, in and out, in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, alongside Tyler Fulgham, as we have Game 1 tonight between the Astros and Braves. Tyler, I lean to the Braves on the series price, but nothing firm here. I mean, obviously, uh, feels a little bit of a coin flip, so I will side with the plus money, but I could not fault anyone for liking Houston. Yeah, I don't really have a uh, pick either in the series. Um, I think uh, Houston's the better team, but it's priced as such. Um, Atlanta can certainly win, and you're getting better value in that regard. So uh, I'll probably just try and attack uh, the micro matchups game by game and see if there's something I like there. Well, is there something you like for game one? So uh, yesterday the uh, total was at eight. It's now up to eight and a half. I was playing the over yesterday. Um, So I guess I'll still stick with it at even money at eight and a half. It seems to be moving that way. So um, hopefully you got the eight yesterday when uh, we discussed on um, a variety of ESPN platforms. This one included um morton and valdez two pretty good pitchers valdez is a guy who really um keeps the ball on the ground at like a 65 percent rate which is obviously tremendous for pitchers it's either strikeouts or groundouts for him but he is a lefty and the braves um especially since they made some roster changes in the middle of the season uh really have a lineup that can attack lefties and do some damage we know how good the astros lineup is especially at home they're an over team at home um charlie morton is good Another guy who's not quite as great a ground ball specialist, but also um, when he's on, he's getting strikeouts and putting the ball on the ground. Uh, all that said, I just think the offenses are so hot right now. Um, even with the time off, I, I'm not going to let that affect me. Both offenses are cooking. Um, so I'll play over eight and a half at even money. I wish it was a little bit better price there, but um, it is moving in the direction that um, the instinct was telling me to bet yesterday. So I'll trust that. All right. Sounds good. Let's go to the NBA. I, I, I love this play, and it's been a while since I like to play this much. I mean, I've liked a couple so far, so we're splitting hairs maybe, but I like the Warriors laying the nine at Oklahoma City. Obviously, Thunder uh, rebuilding mode is one way to put it. They've certainly uh, they've been blown out in basically every game and lost by 12 in the last game, barely uh, missed the cover, but their own three ATS. I just think the Warriors last year absolutely destroyed goal, uh, OKC in all three meetings couple of them in the 30s was the margin, and one with like 22 or so. Steph went off nearly at 50 in one of the games. I just think the Thunder are kind of inexperienced and can't really defend this offense for Golden State. So the Warriors, just a lot of wide-open shots. Steph, obviously, is special. But just the entire offense for the Warriors can click against this Thunder team. Now, SGA will play as opposed to last year. I mean, he sat nearly the entire season. It was ridiculous. But... Just all in all, I think the Warriors pound them and win by double digits. I just think it's uh, it's a really good situation for to back Golden State here. Yeah, I, I'm if I'm playing that game, I'm playing the uh, Golden State side for sure. Oklahoma City has not looked good at all so far to start this season, even with having uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander back. So they are completely in rebuild and tank mode. Um, it is a slight five game slate. I have a thought on every game. I'm gonna wait to see how things shake out with players that are questionable um, who's playing, who's not for some props, but initial lane for the Sixers and Knicks is to go over 217 games at the garden. All three Knicks games this year have gone over and they were a tremendous under team last season. And you're saying, why is these games going over? Well, they have made a concerted effort not to really pick up the pace 
or change their defense. But on offense, they want to shoot threes like the Golden State Warriors of the heyday. That was something they wanted to change. So they're jacking the ball up, you know, 40, 50 times from downtown. And if they convert, that, of course, leads to um, more points because you get three instead of the two. Also leads to long rebounds, obviously, and that can start transition for the Philadelphia 76ers. And Bede's dealing with a little bit of a bulky knee or ankle situation. So even if he is out, um, I kind of like the uh, over even more. Andre Drummond's a poor defensive player uh, manning the paint, so that's a boost for the Knicks. Um, but he can uh, he's a pretty good passer on the other end and can keep that offense uh, in motion. The Lakers and Spurs were waiting to figure out a Q tag for LeBron James. I like the over in that one as well, 223. The Laker defense taking a while. Um, to for all those new pieces to learn Frank Vogel's system. And the Spurs are, you know, how I felt about them prior to the season. I, I thought the uh, market was way too down on their season-long outlook. Um, so I think they're a team at home. It's only given two and a half to Lakers, whether LeBron is there or not. I think they can score on this Laker team with Derek White, with DeJounte Murray, with Keldon Johnson, Jakob Pertl, um, while the Lakers still figure out their defensive identity and how to make all these pieces work. Um, and then, obviously, Russ and LeBron and AD can score on a defense like San Antonio. Uh, Dallas is laying 10 and a half against the Rockets at home. Uh, don't love that number because uh, the Rockets can score, but the total seems a little low at 221 and a half. I'll go over that as well. Then you have the Nuggets and the Jazz. The Jazz only land seven against a Nuggets team that, to me, has been the most disappointing in the NBA so far this season. It's the second of a back-to-back for the Nuggets. The Jazz, we know how great they have been for the last three or four years under Quinn Snyder at home covering the spread and anything less than 10 right now for the nuggets against this jazz team in Utah, especially on the second leg of a back-to-back, I'm going to lay it with the jazz. Um, the total is two eighteen and a half. I would go under that, even though it's super low, uh, both teams good defensively, but the nuggets offensively right now have been an absolute train wreck. So uh, I'm not sure they'll get to a hundred points against the Utah jazz with the way they've been playing. So that's why I'm looking at the NBA card tonight, light five games, but still some big names that we need to figure out if they're going to play or not, and Bede and LeBron, uh, the biggest amongst that bunch. It's interesting about that Nuggets-Jazz. I mean, Jokic had some interesting comments after they got blown out, lost by 12 at home to Denver, but all three games have gone – excuse me, to to Cleveland. All three games have gone under. I, I, I might get into some situational handicapping, like, you know, first to 10 or 20, kind of with the sure. Nuggets. I think they start strong. I like Houston within the number. I mean, plus 11 is a lot at Dallas, which is – you know, you follow some of their beat writers. They have really interesting analytics on just where the shortcomings are right now with this Mavs offense. I don't think the Rockets are good. I just don't think they're terrible. Yeah. And, I mean, they're even live on the dog if you want to throw, like, a small <laughs> thing. I mean, I, I mean, if they just bomb threes. I mean, you had Green making, what, eight threes the other night. With the veteran presence, like Eric Gordon, like Daniel Tice, they can be a little frisky here. I mean, a uh, bunch of 19-year-olds and 20 I get it, but – um, they're not afraid to just let it rip. And if they're hitting, um, I certainly like the plus 11 here. This Dallas team, they're trying to figure it out. Obviously, Luke is spectacular. But the rest of the team, new offense with a new coach, eh, we'll see. Uh, this, is their, this is their home opener, though. So they've only been on the road. So maybe we've uh, just given it, looking them through a kind of a negative light, if you were. It's tougher on the road. We'll see how things go as the season progresses. But that's a pretty extensive coverage of the NBA card. Obviously, we touched on game one of the World Series and the entire series, Bryce, and the Fall Classic as well. Best of luck to everyone, Tyler, you and I, 6 Eastern on ESPN2 tonight. And uh, let's get it going for another good week. Sounds good. Sounds good.